Have you ever been surrounded by stone walls and hen parties? That's an average Saturday in York, England. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with Wanderlust. Welcome to another episode of the Travel FOMO podcast. I'm Hillary Halton, and I am traveling with my husband and my current Airstream roommate, Jamin Halton. That's me. I share this tin can with you. We are currently in a tin can. Actually, right now we are in um, Tennessee uh, in the Smoky Mountains as we record. Um, and it's lovely. You can actually hear the wildlife outside of us. You can possibly hear crickets <laughs> through this microphone. Um, and there's also this amazing river. We're literally the people right now that are living in a tin can down by the river. Yeah, we are. If we were any closer to the river, we'd be in it. That is so true. I was literally just telling um, a friend of ours, Ross Blackstone. Ross, if you're listening, we are thinking of you because I was literally just telling you and JJ that we're literally living in a tin can down by the river. And it's just funny because it's actually real now. Most people live in a van down by the river. We chose to live in a tin can down by the river. Yeah. Yeah. um, I don't know which is better. I honestly don't know. tin can, I'm not sure. I don't know. The tin can sounds pretty, like, rough. It is pretty rough. Yeah. Well, we like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Wouldn't it trade is. it. It is fun. That's right. This week, you guys, on the podcast, we are taking you to York, England, far, far away from uh, this Tennessee um, lovely life, but <laughs> far, far away from it. Um, and we're taking you to a place where there ain't no party like the medieval party because the medieval party don't stop. What? what? Oh, my gosh. York, England? I had no idea. It was such a like party place. I I had no clue either. Zero clue that it would be like a rager. Yeah. And that is literally what we experienced whenever we came on a Saturday. Um, It was literally just a whistle stop. We were on our way from Stratford-upon-Avon to... Edinburgh. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And so we call it a whistle stop because we were literally just hopping off a train long enough to see the city. Um, We actually had to do the whole, like, we've got our luggage with us. What do we do with it? We dropped it off at um, a place very charmingly called your bag (laughs) in york england might have been the least sketchy of the bag storage places that we used you know i think so i think you're right it was literally um just the pretty legit place where they hand you a ticket can you imagine that's weird actually hand you a ticket so you can come back and prove that that bag is yours that's the most legit thing we've seen (laughs) i was just like you mean you won't just recognize me and go into some lost abyss of your place and find my bag. Yeah, we've seen it all. We have definitely seen it all. Um, But yeah, apparently York is a party town. We should have known by the number of people talking really loudly and really enjoying themselves and having some, um, you know, some travel beverages on the way that morning on yeah. the train um because i remember people literally opening cans like had brought their own alcohol <laughs> a few roadies yes some roadies that they had on the train and they're like talking to each other and they were like drinking and it was like 
pretty early because we head out pretty early because we only have one day to see York, you know? Right. It was definitely before lunch. Definitely. Yeah. Possibly as early as 9 a.m. And I I remember one group of ladies in particular that they were having like cocktails in a can and just laughing and cackling at each other, having a grand old time on the train. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of that going on, I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we didn't really think a whole lot about it until we actually arrived and come to find out, like, this was so obvious that I literally was Googling, like, is York a party city? Like, is it, is it a city where day drinking is a really big thing? Like I was Googling things like that because I was like, I, I cannot believe how many people were seeing in, well, I mean, honestly, like stilettos mini dresses like like skirts tube tops like literally dressed up as if they are going out in in, almost in glitter like they were going out for the night right it was like club like club attire yeah I felt really out of place like I felt like I didn't get the memo or I didn't get the invitation to the party (laughs) (laughs) yeah we were definitely not in club attire and I feel like club attire looks strange in the daylight it definitely is noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's a reason that like clubs are successful at night and people go out at night and you sort of like emerge and go home all in cover of darkness because I feel like club attire doesn't always lend itself well to walking around on a bright sunny day. Yeah, it was literally noon and we were like watching people like look for the next club that they were going to go to. I it was it was so crazy and when we looked it up, it actually come to find out, it literally is a city where the day drinking is so bad the civilians are a little upset about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a problem. It's a problem. Apparently there are a lot of stag and hen parties and which is basically in America would be like um your bachelor or bachelorette parties. Yeah, yeah. It's just a different, you know, phrase for it and um, that's kind of a big thing specifically to do in York. And we definitely witnessed that. I would say. <laughs> yeah. There were a ton of like ton of bachelor, bachelorette parties, stag and hen parties there. And I, I remember walking up to a church and seeing this really old church and being like, the church looks kind of cool. And like, Oh, the so doors cool. look like, looks like it might be open. And throughout Europe, a lot of churches are. And I love to go in and see what what's inside the church. Typically, there's a lot of art, like they're beautiful buildings. And I walk up and there's literally a bouncer that's like (laughs) checking IDs because the the church was no longer a church. It was a club and there were people in there clubbing. You could hear the music. Yeah. That was the other thing is they were like, oh, that's cool. Like, look at this church. We could go inside. Wait a second. Yeah. Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was it. And for any club to be like operating and bumping and people pouring into it in the middle of the day was just bizarre. Never, yeah. So I've bizarre. I've never seen anything like that. That was really interesting. I, you know, you know me. And guess what I was thinking? You wanted to go clubbing. I wanted to go in. That's <laughs> right. I was like, oh my gosh, fear of missing out. FOMO, you guys get it. Y'all know. If you're listening to this podcast, you 
you have a, an inkling of what <laughs> it's like to go somewhere and be like, wait a second, I want to do that. What are they doing? I want to do that. And, but, you know, we decided that that might not be in our best interest. Yeah, that maybe the, the nude time Jersey Shore impersonators weren't, uh, weren't what we needed. <laughs> yeah, but man, York is such an interesting city. It's got a lot of history to it. Yes, it's such a such a cool city and I mean it it was another it was another English city that the history like so informs the feeling there that it sort of blows your mind because there's a a lot of conflict in York. England's reign was there, Scotland, England, a lot of battles were fought around York. Um at one point Vikings invaded York. That was a surprise to me. I didn't know that. Yeah, like a Viking army came, captured the city of York, and actually held the city of York for like three years. That's a long so, time. Yeah, we're not talking about like just a little bit like was there. So the city has seen so much conflict and it, you feel it there. Like you feel it in the air. It's edgy. It, and it and all of the party scene just kind of adds to that like mystique about it. Like it's so just inundated with the feeling of like strife and conflict and like being on the edge of a fight. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Is there something you know about that revolutionizes the way you travel? Can it solve problems and help people around the roadblocks on their adventures? Is it just plain cool? If you have a product like that, we would love to tell people about it. Get in contact with us and maybe next time we'll be talking about your product right now. So this city has like a ton of history, but it's super modern. It is, yeah. And it's got a lot of appeal to it for today, I would say. Um, so I don't necessarily feel the same level of conflict that you do um, because I don't know the history. <laughs> so I'm sure like your mind is like raging with all this conflict. And I'm like, this is so fun. <laughs> but um one of my favorite things that we did was like immediately when we arrived we were like let's sit down we'd made sandwiches um for our travel day and so we needed to find a place to sit down and eat and one of my favorite things that we did a lot of places that we traveled to is we would stop and find an outdoor spot that we could eat and I feel like people love the outdoors, especially in England and Europe. And so this was just one of many days that we sat outside and looked at some beautiful old architecture and just ate a really basic, simple meal for like pennies. Yeah. And it was just such a good experience because we sat outside York Minster. Yes. Which is basically, if you don't know what York Minster is, it's like a huge church. Um, mm -hmm. and the weather was beautiful. Um, the park was beautiful. It was starting to, it was springtime. So you're starting yeah. to see like flowers bloom and, um, and just the trees come alive and it actually has been around this, this, um, I guess you would call it a house of worship um, mm -hmm. in some, on some level it's been around for what did you say? Like 2000 years. Like worship had been taking place on that spot in one form or another for 2000 years, yeah, 2000 which years. is crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. And, um, the building itself in, um, 1225, 
a building project started to remodel what we you would now see today as Yorkminster. And um, it took 250 years <laughs> yeah, 250 to complete years. it. Um, and that gives us kind of like the the grand building that you see today. But it is grand. When you start yeah. walking into the city center, you see it and it is big it like massive dominates and it's beautiful yeah it it really is and such like such a cool building full of so much history um they've got stained glass in there that they actually took out piece by piece um during world war one during the zeppelin air raids they were so worried about the stained glass that they took it out piece by piece and saved it more of it was taken down and saved during World War II. And just so much has happened there, so much history. It's such a cool building and just so dominates that part of the city. Yeah. Um, and having having lunch in that park was so cool. I love that about Europe, that so many people eat lunch in the park. Yeah. And so you don't feel out of place doing it. It's just the thing that everybody does. And it's such a cool thing to just like fall in with when you're there. Yeah. Yeah. And that was definitely a special place to do it. Like, you know, when you see York Minster, you know, like this is special. It was just, it was pretty cool. Yeah. A great way to start off our, our time there in the city. Yeah, for sure. I love that story about the stained glass too, because I'd forgotten about that. That's like crazy to think about somebody like taking apart a stained glass window and they were just going to put it back together. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to preserve it and, and save it and to like, to be concerned about that. I mean, that, that means that your city's being bombed mm-hmm. and you're concerned enough about the art in this church that, that that's the thing that you're going to spend your time saving. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty special. Um, you know what else was really special about that day? We arrived on the day of the chocolate festival. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, so now because we had so many places to go on this trip, we could only do like a limited amount of research, which meant a lot of times on the train to a place, you're kind of finalizing the research on what are we going to do? What are we going to see? Yeah, and I like remember, what's happening. right, like what's going on? What are we going to do when we get there? And I remember you being really, really excited when on the train you found out that there's a chocolate festival going on. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And I have to say, like, the funny part is, like, I'm not the biggest chocolate fan. Like, you probably like chocolate even more than I do. I'd agree with that, yeah. But it made me really happy. (laughs) It just, like, my mind just, like, exploded with ideas. So I got like really excited and I was like, oh my gosh, like we get to go to a chocolate festival. I've never been to one, you know, (laughs) and I'm going to go to one in York, England. And also York, I mean, York peppermint patties. Yeah, it's famous for its chocolate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which we didn't actually see anything about York peppermint patties while we were there. But um, I feel like there's some association with it, but I'd have to look that up. I believe so. Yeah, we were so like, it was so fast and furious when we were there. And we were there Easter weekend, which um, here in the U.S., like some people get Good Friday off, but 
there in England, everyone had Good Friday off and Monday off. Like they were both bank holidays. And so a lot of, a lot of people weren't working. And so there was a very like holiday festive kind of attitude everywhere. And then like the chocolate festival just like spun that to the next level. Oh yeah. It was great. And we like, I mean, we've been trying to eat healthy, right? But we see all these this chocolate stuff and it's like well yeah we're gonna get something we only got one thing though i'm super proud of us yeah yeah we could have easily spent like 500 dollars on chocolate oh my gosh easy um but we got a brownie yep <laughs> it was amazing it was like a chocolate chip cookie dough mixed in with brownie and it was pretty legit it was crazy sweet very very rich but it was so good. It was really good. So good that we actually had a girl, we were like filming ourselves eating it. And we had a girl, like two girls, like jump into the video and like wave really big. <laughs> and I was like, Jamin, you have a fan. Like they're watching, they're watching our YouTube videos. <laughs> we didn't even really have YouTube videos at that point. We just had like a YouTube channel with some teaser videos and stuff. But I was like, oh my gosh, it was like Jamin's first fan. And I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> the truth was, I think they were just brownie fans. Oh, they were chocolate fans. Yeah, they were just looking to get in on on the shot of the brownie. But if you want to see up close and personal the brownie, Mm. you can do that by going to our YouTube channel and checking out the video for York. That's right. It's kind of a fun video, too. I really like it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a good time. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, we got to see on the chocolate festival. There were bands playing and all kinds of, like, a couple of crazy bands that we, like, stood and watched for a while. Like, that was a fun time. And then we walked through the shambles with the shambles is a part of York that is, it's the old wooden and plaster buildings from medieval times. And it's been very well preserved. And so the streets are really narrow. There's no cars on them. And now they're just pubs and shops and markets. And you get to kind of walk through and just kind of get immersed in that medieval feel even though it's all modern stuff around you and people are there having a good time and it uh it's really cool like it's just fun to sort of just walk through walk through the markets look at the buildings pop into a pub if you can and just sort of get lost in it a little bit um yeah i really enjoyed that especially in those kinds of places where you just get taken away. And so we got to do that in the shambles in York. Yeah, it was so lively. The whole city was lively, but I especially felt that in the shambles. Yeah. And and maybe because the streets are really narrow mm-hmm. and um, all of the bars, like if you even go like sit outside at a bar, you're like basically sitting in this tiny alleyway with tons of people walking around you. It was just, (laughs) just so many people everywhere, but it had great vibes. It was really fun. Yeah. And the the buildings are, you know, at some point they realized that they couldn't go out anymore because the streets were so narrow. And so a few levels up, like the second or third stories, the buildings start to go out and overhang over the street. And so the buildings, at some places like almost touch each other and mm-hmm. it just, it's something that you don't get to see very often. So yeah. it's, it's really cool. Yeah. It was uh, very lively. I love that. You know, the other thing that was so cool about York is that the city walls are still there, like mostly almost completely intact. 
um, mm-hmm. yeah. which is really rare. Um, and we're talking about like old city walls, like you can imagine medieval walls um, that you could actually, that soldiers would walk, you know, around the top to guard the city. And you can now walk those city walls. And we did. Mm-hmm. Not not the whole way. It's about two hours to do the whole way. And I would actually, if we went back, I would totally do that. York was one of the places that when we left, I was like, I want to come back and stay here for a little while and see more. Yeah. And I would, I would do that clubbing, too. I would, I would do what? Do you want to go day clubbing? <laughs> That's exactly. I want to go back when I can bring a really tight suit mm. and maybe like maybe wax my chest or something. I don't know. <laughs> like just, just let it go the whole way. Or maybe just like a tank top and a silver chain. Oh yeah. And just really get after it. And we could like go tanning before, you know? Yeah. Just like ready. one suitcase of like shoes, another suitcase of like silk shirts, and then another suitcase of just Red Bull and just like <laughs> let it rip. <laughs> Man, I'm in. Let's do that. That's the next trip. I love it. I'm not oh, sure. I would, I'm not sure I would do that, but I would walk the city walls um, because it was really, really cool to be. I was up like, there. "What are we even talking about now? I don't even remember <laughs> the city walls." That's right. They are cool. But yeah, like I, I loved that part getting to be up there and walk the city walls, and then after that, we went to the Guy Fox Inn. Yeah. Which. Very cool. um, I kind of geeked out about, I thought was really cool. So it's a, it's a pub there in York where Guy Fox and his conspirators came up with the gunpowder plot. And if you don't know who Guy Fox is, if you've seen the movie V for Vendetta, or you're familiar with that, that mask of like sort of a white face with a smile and the mustache, like that's Guy Fox. And he and his, um, friends were Catholics and they came up with a plot to blow up Westminster palace and kill King James the first. And that's so crazy. Right. And so they felt like their families had been treated unfairly and they felt like they were being persecuted for being Catholic, which I mean, they were. And so they decided that the way that they were going to deal with it was to assassinate the King. And they got all of this gunpowder and tried to store it in a place where they could then blow up Westminster Palace. So I think when he was caught, I believe that he was actually drawn and quartered. So cut into four different pieces. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, so like literally cut into four different pieces and parts of his body sent in all directions to the kingdom as, as a warning to everyone to not conspire against the king. But oh. then he sort of became this figure of rebellion or fighting against um, fighting against authority. And, and it still represents that to this day, that the symbol of Guy Fox and, and all of that and, and the gunpowder plot and the remember, remember the 5th of November and all of that stuff still lives on. And all of that started in this pub and it's still a pub. You can still go and, have a drink there and we did and I thought that was it's probably one of the coolest things you could do while you're there yeah I I, I really liked it I, I thought it was really cool I'm glad we made time for it we almost didn't mm-hmm. 
remember we walked past it and we were like, oh, it'd be cool to step in there, but we don't know if we'll have time. We ended up being able to, and I'm really glad that we did. Yeah. I mean, we always make time for a pint. Well, I mean, you sort of have to, <laughs> especially when you've been walking past club after club after club oh my gosh. and not going in and doing Jaeger bombs. I mean, it seems like the, like the old, old person sensible thing to do to just go into a pub and have exactly, a drink. Exactly. Exactly. We're actually <laughs> drinking cider right now as we speak. It's perfect yep. for this conversation. It's the thing that held over. Yeah, really, it really did. It really did. You know, that's part, that story is really a part of all the conflict that you've mentioned about, mm, like, yeah. that really took place in York. And um, one of the other things I think about when it comes to York is, um, we well, we had just come from Stratford-upon-Avon, yes. and we had seen The War of the Roses by William Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. And we'd seen it, like, the theater production of it. And it was so good and it was such great history and it had to do with the the fight over control of York, more or less. Right. Yeah. Well, um, the fight for control over England. Right. And so um, the Tudors versus the Yorks, like. Right. To and see they, who would who would reign, basically, yeah. who would be king. And they were represented, the two families were represented as white roses versus red roses. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's kind of their mascot. Mm-hmm. And you see that in York. Um, and if you guys, again, if I just have to say this, if you go look at our video on YouTube, you'll see on bridges and different things, you'll see a red rose and a white rose. And there's this one bridge where there is a red rose, white, red, white. And you just see both of these colors represented. And it's so clear that that's also a representation of the back and forth power, the control of power yeah. and how it went back and forth into the two different hands. Um, and really, that's just a city that has um, struggled with, you know, who's who's in charge here? You know, I did think that it was really cool. and We didn't plan it out this way, but it, we lucked out and we're at Stratford upon Avon, saw Warwick Castle and saw War of the Roses. And then went straight to York and saw Mm, York and saw like the two centers kind of of that story just as we made this trip. And it seeing the play there made it made it really cool to then you see you pick up on that stuff Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, that that stuff means something. Yeah. Which is really cool. Ah, man, I loved that. And I'm I'm not a history buff as much as you are. So. Sometimes I lean on you for that stuff, but you have brought so much um, depth to traveling. I feel like having you uh, be a part of my traveling, like, I mean, literally I've been to York before (laughs) and it wasn't like this. (laughs) Did you just go to a club? (laughs) No, I mean, no. (laughs) You know, actually, I am going to like pause and mention the first time I came to York was on a trip that I've mentioned briefly in another episode. We went um, to a couple different places like Stratford-upon-Avon and some of these other places, um, but it was with the University of Central Oklahoma's President's Leadership Council, and we had a great time. It was so fun, um, but one of the things I'll never forget is that uh, President George W. Bush um, declared war. Um, when we were in um, York 
And I remember I actually bought a newspaper because I knew like this is so big. Like it's so big it's on the newspapers overseas, like front page. And we were all, um, you know, um, President Webb had been doing a really good job of keeping us involved in current events and making sure we knew what was important about what was happening all over the world and the role that America plays in that. In that moment, I just remember thinking, wow, this is a really big deal. This yeah. is a really big deal. Wow. And um, so that tells you how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a, a snapshot in time that I always think about when um, I think about York. Yeah, that that's really cool. I, I don't think you've ever told me that story. Oh, there you go. That <laughs> one's for you, baby. <laughs> um, speaking of guys that weren't necessarily too much into history... Oh Do you gosh. remember when we were at the Guy Fox Inn, like the I table knew. of dudes that was sitting next to us? I knew where you were going with that. Yes. Those guys. Oh my goodness. There was just, there was, this was not the only instance, but this was a really big instance in which we look over and it's still like maybe three o'clock in the afternoon. Like it's not late. Right, yeah, because we had it like a, a fairly early afternoon like train, a four from o'clock York or five o'clock train. So, yeah, like it was still early. It was still early, and there were these guys, and they were like sitting at the table next to us in the pub. And this pub, just to be clear, the guy Fox Inn is very tiny. Yeah. So you walk in, and there's like little tiny rooms and a little narrow hallway, and you just kind of pick a room that you want to sit in, and it's super cool. I. I just can't believe we almost didn't go in because it's so cool. Yeah. But we were sitting there and we tried filming a little bit in there and we did. It was just crazy loud because people are having a good time. Um, <laughs> and the guys next to us were having the best time and they'd been having a good time wherever they'd been before because there were some of them that were just literally laying with their head in their arms like on the table like just head down they were just like sleeping <laughs> yeah they were like they had been having a good time that's for sure and there were a couple of them that were on the struggle bus yeah and the, the magical thing was like they were still all young enough guys that the guys that were really struggling and just hurting the other guys were just giving them crap <laughs> just just laying into them poking them asking them stupid questions and just tormenting them. But honestly, I wanted to walk over there and be like, listen, guys, I'm a lot older than you. Let me help you out with this. I don't know what the plan is, but either these guys need to go home or everybody needs to go home because if you're planning on doing anything other than carrying these guys the rest of the day, um, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. So I don't know. I don't know who's calling the shots around here, but uh, these guys are done. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. It was kind of funny, too, just because, like, you know, the older you get, the more you're like, uh, I mean, it's just funny. <laughs> like, because it's like there's that's definitely not going to be me today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were we were a long, long ways from there. <laughs> yeah, because we had to hop on a train. That's right. And we, get to the next country. That's right. It was our the second country. So we're crossing over into a new country, headed to Scotland. Um, we went to Edinburgh, an amazing place. 
so much to share. We actually went underground on a tour that took us back to a place that hasn't changed since the plague. The Black Plague. And that was amazing, and we cannot wait to share it. You guys, if y'all want to see Jamin actually get really excited about something, he's pretty level. He's pretty level most of the time. He's pretty even kill. He is going to get pumped up about (laughs) Edinburgh because it is and still is one of your favorite places. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. too. We would we would live there flat out. For sure. Love it. Yeah. Amazing place. Can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. Um we've been dying to talk about it since we went. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we were sure. like dying that we had to leave. We did not want to leave. No, I did not want to leave there at all. I was upset when we had to go. Yeah. And you know, the other thing that's going to be so cool to talk about it is we all lived through a plague. Like if you're listening mm-hmm. to this, you have lived through COVID-19 and you lived through a plague that impacted the entire world and you are going to be shocked at the similarities that they went through. It's just blows your mind that the same things were happening back then and we experienced the same things hundreds of years later. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it, it really will blow you away. Yeah. But before the train takes us off, you let us know what is your favorite party town? I love this question because, I mean, there's so many options. You got like New Orleans, Vegas, Vegas Nashville, Nashville, York, um, and a lot of Amsterdam, Berlin. Oh, Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of options. But yeah, let us know what's your favorite party town. Where do you like to go to live it up with your friends? Um, and what does that look like? You guys can share your thoughts. Find us on social media. We are all the places. Um, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Um, we're trying to do a lot more videos mm-hmm. on all those channels. Um, and we are most certainly doing videos on YouTube and love to share those with you as well yeah go uh, check us out on youtube watch that video it was a lot of fun to make uh i'm thinking that you will probably really enjoy it and also thank you for liking reviewing and subscribing uh wherever you're listening right now that's right um you actually you jamin did such a nice job on that video i have to give you props because um this specific video is like really all you're doing and it is really good it's um it's pretty fun i think you really carried over the energy that comes from york so i'm really excited for people to get to see it um go check it out guys because you're gonna need to plan your next vacation because life is short wonder well